everyone, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recapping breakdown K-dramas one episode at a time. Yay! We're yeah. back with more Itaewon class. We're almost done with it. It's crazy. I know. I feel like this one has flown by as opposed to mm-hmm. another K-Q. K-drama. <laughs> And I'm wondering if that's just because the other one took so long to get through. Like, not its fault. It was totally our fault. But yeah. it took so long that this one is just like, oh my god, we're already on episode 11 next week. Like, crazy. Yeah. 100%. Um, well, I have a lot to talk about in other Drama Corner. And okay. I also just want to, like, talk about cool things that I am like discovering in my life so look forward to that guys (laughs) um but do we have anything we want to say before we jump in to episode nine Um, I okay oh go ahead well I was just gonna say this is like the first time ever that Jill has texted me and was like you want to record early so we can keep watching? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about this show, but I really, really, really like it. Like, I almost want to see if there's an English version of the, like, webtoon thing. Mm-hmm. Because I would totally, like, read through that. Um, but I haven't actually, like, done the research to see if that's available for me to read it in English. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I really, really like it. That's good. I'm glad. I, I really like tell it too. You, like, why specifically? It's just really fucking good. And I've liked the other ones too, besides like the K2 and like Search WW, but it was a little bit boring here and there. Mm-hmm. But I've enjoyed all of the other ones, but this one has definitely been my favorite, I think. Cool. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it too. I There's a lot. It's like. Everything we wanted from the K2 when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, backstabbing and <clears throat> mm-hmm. plans. But then there's actual, like, chemistry between the cast. Yeah. So, <laughs> and everyone looks cool, and it's and besides like ups and downs. Yeah, besides the little moments between Sua and Seroyi that are just, like, the back-and-forth bullshit, like, that doesn't really mm-hmm. happen a whole lot. Versus mm-hmm. in other shows where it's a lot of, like, will they, won't they, just over and over and over again. And that takes like, up a lot of time. All of Descendants of the Sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this one, like, it has little moments of that, but it's mostly, like, do you like me still? Yeah, I still like you. Okay. And then it's just, like, over and something good happens, something important. And I'm yeah. really more interested in that other stuff. Like, I don't need, honestly, any love story in this show at all. I'm already in love with it as it is. Yeah. Well, this is jumping ahead to other drama corner, but I mm-hmm. really want you to watch Mystic Pop-Up Bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, like, maybe we can do a little Patreon-exclusive episode on it or something. Okay. Because it is so good, and there's really not... I would say there's not a romantic storyline. I mean, there kind mm-hmm. of is, because, like, you know people are people and they have like romantic <laughs> interests but yeah. uh it's not it's like not a driving they... the show yeah it's not a will they won't they or a, like a i love you but i can't be with you because mm-hmm. of this like it is uh it's so good and if 
if y'all follow us on Twitter, you will have seen my Mystic Pop-Up Bar rantings, or not really rantings, it's just, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and crying emojis and hearts, because mm-hmm. um, that's basically the show for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is it, so good. It's popped up in my, like, Korean shows you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's only 12 episodes, cool. so... um like you could probably blow through them super fast Mm -hmm. and the episodes are like actually only around an hour long they're not like an hour and 20 or or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah they're pretty close to an hour so yeah it's it's really cute and also has some very heartfelt moments but i i'm I'm skipping ahead to other drama corner um anyway shall we jump into nine Episode yeah, nine sure. of Itaewon yeah. class. Okay. Do you want to start it? Sure. Okay. So, Yiso is doing a little Insta Live thing at the pub. I feel like this is maybe one of the first episodes of this show. Could be totally wrong, but of this show where they're not, like, starting where the other one left off. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Definitely. I honestly don't remember how the other one left off, but... Uh, the other one ended with her stepping into that guy's office oh that's right that's right yeah Um, big cliffhanger yeah so i guess we're like rewinding a bit yeah um Mm -hmm. so yiso's doing like a little social media live thing at the pub and everything seems to be going well you know good for Mm dom they're doing their thing I love how bad Seroi is at social media and, like, the Instagram live, like, totally not sure what's happening. And I like people's comments, like, he's weird. What's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. He's a cute or couple. Sh- he's handsome, though, so it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. It's totally, or you like, should a real date Instagram. Him. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. And, like, seeing the rest of the, like, members or whatever – employees at the bar like kind of poking their heads uh-huh. in the background like what's going on like none of them have seen a live story yeah. before or whatever it's, it's I, I would think that um what's your face uh hyunyi yeah i would think that hyunyi would be like social media savvy yeah maybe she know. is a bit more but she still, like, wants to be on camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I just, like, want to be a part of their friend group, except I'm afraid Yisa would be mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> she probably would, but then other people would stick up for you. And then she'd, yeah. like, finally chill the fuck out and be like, okay, fine, you're cool. It would be, like, it, a Hyunyi situation. <laughs> yeah, it would just take some time. Yeah. Um, I would love to work there because it seems like a really fun atmosphere. Yeah, definitely. Also, we're going to get into this, but Yusuf's making like a ton of money working there. Uh-huh. Shockingly. Yep. Like what? Okay. She's, she's very, <laughs> uh, she's very important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because so. Work without her. Yeah. Uh-uh. uh so Yiso goes to a little seminar hosted by Janga, I guess for like restaurant owners or whatever. And she like forces a Q&A on him because she's like, uh, Mike, please. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, we're not doing that right now. 
Um, I don't know why I thought that was so funny. She just like <laughs> has the gall to be like, I'm going to ask a question even though uh-huh. there's no Q&A portion. Um, so she's like, hey, you're great, but you guys started out as a small pub. Do you think a small c- pub could compete with Janga? And like, <clears throat> clearly, uh, what's his face? Chairman Zhang, President Zhang knows who she is. And like, mm-hmm. Sua and Min Zhang are giving some side eye, like, what's going on here? Um, but the chairman kind of plays it cool. And he's like, yeah, I believe like small pubs can work their way up, blah, blah, blah. But as long as I'm alive, no one's taking Changa down. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Um, so after the seminar, President Chang uh, asks to meet Yiso. And Gunwan, of course, is like shook because his two emotions <laughs> are like shook and scared. Uh-huh. And like, I guess asshole. he has three. He has like smug asshole, shook, and scared. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, he's, he's the worst character on the show. Totally but shithead. Yeah. I'm going to skip ahead a bit, but, like, I kind of feel bad for him later, but only the smallest amount. Um, but anyway. I think I know when you're talking about, I still don't feel mm-hmm. bad for him. <laughs> I, I don't want to say I feel bad for him, but I'm, I'm like, okay, I fully understand why you're such an asshole right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. But yeah. a lot of people also grew up with terrible parents Mm -hmm. and they're they're not not as big of assholes as you are yeah so it's kind of like how in my favorite murder they talk about like oh well when you bring up someone's like sad past like it's not giving Mm -hmm. them an excuse yeah because a lot of other people have terrible you know childhoods Mm or lives um and they're you know completely functioning members of society it's more just like an explanation of how you got to that point but anyway yeah definitely um blah 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 oh yeah good one shook and president jang uh takes you so out for a meal he offers her a job at janga and it's like really straightforward um again like i know at this point he doesn't know that like he says in love with serui and stuff but Mm -hmm. It's just, like, straight up poaching, like, hey, come work for me and leave your yeah, boss. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, and Yiso, again, kind of plays it cool, but she turns him down and is like, I know you only want me because I'm in demand with Seiruyi and, like, you guys have this weird thing going on. So I feel confident in my abilities to make the pub even better than what it is. So once you actually see my worth, based on my work and not just based on your enemy's, um, you know, necessity for me or, like, need for me, then, you know, offer me another job later on. Yeah. Which I think was, like, a really cool response. Totally. I don't think I would have said anything, like, close to that cool. I would have just been like, oh, I have to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll get back to you. Uh Uh-huh. And then never call back. Uh huh. Exactly. Ghost them. Yeah, but she definitely has her own plans, like Serui does, um, and I think she's kind of planting the seed that, like, yeah, maybe I'd work for you if you're interested in just me. If you mm-hmm. want me for me, call me later. 
Yeah. Instead of just like a straight up fuck you, even though she doesn't like them. Because I feel mm-hmm. like if she went that route, then he'd be like, fuck this, never mind. But right now it's kind of like, oh, we still have a chance to get her. And she's very mm-hmm. important. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, I mean, she is thinking like seven steps ahead uh-huh. of everyone in her life, except for like how she acts with Seiri. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Cringy. Uh-huh. Um, Gunwan gets into a car accident again because he's distracted thinking about Suwa and Yuso. Then he's a huge dick to the person whose car he hit. And he basically tells the guy, like, whatever, fucking take this money. Like, I can do whatever I want. I'm rich. Fuck you. Like, just take the goddamn money and shut up already. And everyone is, like, watching, and the guy is like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you just hit my car. Like, I need your I need your stuff. I need you to apologize. Like, no. Stop. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. Yeah. And I think he's also just, like, constantly um, haunted by Seiri's dad and what happened there. Well, yeah, I mean, even though he, like, murdered someone... I'm sure it was, like, still, like, super traumatic for him because he didn't do it mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah. Um, he should have just owned up to it, like, called the police, mm-hmm. you know, did his time I mean, or whatever. I'm sure he wouldn't have even gone to jail or anything, like, if he wasn't if he wasn't doing anything bad, like, if he wasn't mm-hmm. drunk yeah. or something, like, I mean, car and accidents happen. They so. even said that his dad was, like, still alive after he hit him so like it's possible that his dad would have even lived yeah and it wouldn't have, i mean it still would have been bad but like you have a hurt live person versus a fucking dead person like come on but i think the choice is very obvious but i feel like honestly yeah. he might have been drunk because that's totally his personality to drink and drive yeah that's true but, like, he should go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Work out his daddy issues. Definitely. And, uh, his dad you know, probably his doesn't trauma. believe in therapy. Oh, I'm sure. He's just like, go fucking kill a chicken. and you Uh-huh. Know. That's, that's your therapy. <laughs> that this is out. another traumatic moment for him, though. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not to the dad. God. It's a breakthrough uh-huh. moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So Seri takes Hojin's advice and they decide to incorporate the business for tax purposes. And then the Danban crew throws a few names around through text. And I thought the little like text chat was fun. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. text chats are great with groups. Like <laughs> I love like a text chat for a specific fun group, not like a boring work thing. But yeah. like, people actually like, like it's always fun. Um, yeah. So everyone's throwing a couple names around. Some of them are not so great. And then Seroi ends up liking Sun Quan's idea. Or Sun Quan, right? Sun Quan? Sun Quan? Yeah. Sun, Sun Quan, I think. Okay. Sun Quan's idea, which is Itaewon class. And it's like, ah, here's like, the uh-huh. name of the show dropping finally. <laughs> so they decide to abbreviate it to IC so it sounds cooler. And you have a little note here if you want to say it. Yeah. So I, again, like was reading through drama beans to, like, make sure I didn't miss anything. hmm And they had a note there, and I don't know if they address this on the show. It's so hard because, like, I feel like Netflix subtitles are not as good 
or there you can go back and forth on like quality of subtitles because mm-hmm. at least with like Vicky subtitles, they give you like literal or little cultural notes like uh-huh. this this is an inside joke or this is a joke because this sounds like this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but apparently, I see is very close to the word fuck in Korean. Mm. And I think, like, apparently, according to Drama Beans, they kind of, like, make a little note of that in the show. They they say, like, it gives the name some edge. Ah, uh, okay. But uh, this led me to, like, look up a bunch of Korean <laughs> swear words, <laughs> which I am, like, kind of surprised I hadn't done before. It was kind of, like, in the back of my mind, like, I should look those up, but I'm still trying to, like, get the basics down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, but I think it's just, like, one syllable is left off. So if you add a syllable to ice, um, uh, icy, uh-huh. then you uh, get, get, get the word fuck. So, yeah, hmm. fun fact <laughs> for everyone. All right. <laughs> um, Officer O and his daughter visit the pub. And the Donbong crew goes outside to unload the truck because he is their, like, produce person. Mm-hmm. Um, and Officer O pulls Seroyi to the side to talk to him. But then he realizes his daughter is gone. So everyone goes looking for her. And basically, while she was, like, sitting at the table, she noticed a cat. And like us, she was like, ooh, cat. And to <laughs> go find the cat. And then she got lost. Um, so the daughter did not take her phone with her. So she had no way of contacting her dad. And she runs into a woman, and this woman happens to be Minjung. And she asks to borrow her phone, and Minjung stays with her until Seroyi and Officer O make their way. And Seroyi introduces everyone, blah, blah, blah. And then on their way back, um, they're, they're all going back to the pub, and then Officer O sees someone taking pictures of them. And he ends up wrestling this camera away from the dude. The guy gets away. Um, and then they find out that this person has been tailing Minjung. And it's like, well, it's obvious it was President Jong who sent someone. Mm-hmm. And he'd been, like, following her all day and who knows for how many days or weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of that is happening. And then besides that, we also have Officer O's young daughter who really likes Minjung and is just like, my dad is very smart. My dad used mm-hmm. to be in the police. My dad is single. <laughs> like, totally, like, pimping out her dad here to Minjung, but, like, Minjung is gorgeous, so of course she would. Um, yeah. And they basically just decide to talk later about business stuff. But more characters have been introduced to each other, which is kind of a big deal. Yeah, for episode it's like the nine. little web is growing. Yes, exactly. Um, I think Officer O's daughter is, like, actually kind of cute. Yeah. I... She... She's a good I don't really like kids, but there have been a few moments in K-dramas where I'm like, that's a cute kid. One of them... She's not, like, screaming. Yes. A terror running all over the place, you know? She's just, like, chill. Yes. Um, When the other K-drama kid that I love, uh, besides, like, Gutsu... (laughs) Uh, there's a kid, kid. In, no, <laughs> adult. Uh, there's a an actual child, not not a Gunsu, mm-hmm. um, in Suspicious Partner, and he is 
so freaking adorable. I love him so much. Uh, he comes in because it doesn't really matter why he comes in, but he's there, and I'm just like, if I could just like take care of you and like not have a baby and like raise a baby up up till now if i could just like take care of you as a little person like he, that would be great he's so cute he's you mean i should adopt. show a picture yeah i guess adopt <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely do that that's true but i only sure want to adopt that. him <laughs> gotcha him. so you can like send them photos of him and say you want a kid that looks like him but make sure it's got the same personality as him. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of, um, uh, I would feel guilty for doing that. But I mean, off topic. yeah, like, go ahead. Alex, Alex and I have like, talked like, you know, if we wanted to like, have a family later on, it would definitely be through adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm like, should we get a Korean kid? Because they are <laughs> adorable. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is off topic, but I don't know if you've seen this. There was a, like, a girl who was, like, a YouTube star, and she had, she and her husband had, I don't know how many fucking kids, and then they adopted a kid from China, and so, like, her YouTube changed to, like, the whole, like, adoption process and what it means, and uh-huh. then, like, they get this adorable fucking kid, and he apparently has, like, some issues i don't know what issues he had like um, i think i've i saw that like he has asperger's or something yeah like something like it was like a couple of things and so they were going through like having a uh, an adopted child with special needs and he was like all over the place on the youtube and instagram and everything and getting Mm -hmm. her like all of these endorsements and stuff and of course all this money from youtube through like views or whatever and then suddenly Mm -hmm. this fucking kid disappears and then when people start asking and a hashtag is created of, like, where is this kid, they announced mm-hmm. that they gave him to someone else. Yeah. Like, I saw didn't that. even Didn't even go through proper, like, channels to take this kid somewhere. They, like, straight up just gave him to someone else, supposedly. But then people don't know who they gave him to. And that's where the story ends. I don't know anything else. I haven't seen yeah. anything else on this and I haven't looked it up. But I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, apparently, like, that's a big thing. Not a big, I don't know. I don't know how big it is, but it's a thing. Because I read Mm -hmm. read an article on that also, and it was, like, apparently, it's, like, child trafficking. Mm -hmm. Like, these freaking, you know, wealthy-ish people are, like, oh, I'm going to, like, do a thing and adopt a kid from another country. And then they, like, don't know how to deal with it when, like, shit gets hard. And so they just give the kid to, like, another person and, like, they have no way of tracking them. And a lot of the times, like, these kids end up in, like, not great homes because, of course, like, there's no vetting process or whatever. Like, oh, that's so awful. It's really sad. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see, you see, like, the stills of them from the video. I didn't watch their video explaining, like, where he's at now. But just from mm-hmm. the video, it was like, mm-mm. Like, the stills. Like, I don't trust these people. <laughs> They're hiding shit. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's weird. Very fucking strange. But yeah, yeah, apparently, like, this kid got her, like, all these endorsements and money. And then she just fucking dropped him. It's like, man, you use that kid. 
That's awful. Mm-hmm. Crazy fucking <sighs> people. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so... Uh, back at back at Changa, <laughs> yes, with more terrible people. <laughs> yes. Um, President Chang has a meeting with Sua. They discuss Donbam, more like the same stuff. Doing well, they need money. Blah blah blah. Okay, so Sua uh is like getting ready to leave, but then Secretary Kim comes in, and like I feel kind of weird about this, but President Chang, like, makes Sua stay in the room. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, like, peace out, I'm gone. And he's like, no, no, stay. Mm-hmm. And, um, because Secretary Kim also is like, oh, well, if you're busy, like, I'll go. And he's like, yeah. no, everyone should hear this. Um, it's, like, super intentional. Yeah, and, it's like he's um, pushing her to be part of their scheming. Like, he's, exactly. he's trying to groom her to be, like, an asshole within this company. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess it's, like, maybe more testing her of, like, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do about it now that you know even more of this, like, terrible stuff? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly. um, So, Secretary Kim gives them updates, and he tells them that Min Jung has apparently found out about, like, them stalking her, um, they, how they want to poach Yiso and Tanbam's supplier, who they suspect has a personal connection to Seroyi or his dad because he's from Pajin and mm-hmm. um, has, like, an exclusive deal with mm-hmm. Tanbam. So, uh, Suwa is, like, you know, upset because she's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I don't know if she was just, like, naive, but I guess she thought, like, everything was above board with them. And she was just like, I'm an employee, I'm doing my my thing, like, I'm trying to help the company. Yeah. But I'm like, you know that they covered up uh, Mr. Park's death. murder or whatever. Yeah, death. Like, what did you... You didn't think that they do other shady shit? Like... Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, Sua, like, Sua and Secretary Kim leave the office, and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And basically, like, calls him out for not having any morals, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, look, I'm just here for work. I'm just an employee. I do what I'm told. I go home. That's it. Like, it's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gunwan kind of, like, comes upon this situation. And both of them look kind of upset. Um, but Sua, like, sees Gunwan and she just kind of, like, leaves before anything happens because i guess she's just like upset and doesn't want to deal with that asshole and Mm -hmm. whatever so um gunwan talks to secretary kim and he's like hey like how's my dad Mm -hmm. doing uh can you let me know if there's anything i can do to help him to like put myself in his good graces and so secretary kim is like uh yeah you can try to hire Yiso, like try to recruit her i'm surprised as to why he would suggest that Knowing because like, it's such a big thing. Oh, like, but I mean, like knowing how like stupid Gunsu is. Oh right. Well, yeah. Oh, Gunsu and Gunwan. Goon. I'm just calling Goon. I keep getting Gunwan. confused. But yeah. like, he doesn't do anything right. Why would you task him with such a big thing? Like yes. recording this report, recruiting this important person. Like, you know, he's gonna fuck it up. 
he's gonna get in a fight with someone or he's gonna do some stupid shit like yeah. it just it didn't seem like the right move for Secretary Kim to suggest that he recruit her but I'm also wondering I don't know like I, I'm assuming Secretary Kim is 100% behind his employer yeah, I I, I kind of had, like, a similar thought because Secretary Kim kind of has, like, a weird face before he suggests it. Uh-huh. And I was wondering if that face was a face of, like, I don't know if I should do this because I don't really mm-hmm. trust you, but... Or if it's a, like, hmm, how can I fuck this family up? <laughs> yeah. So. Like, who knows how he's actually treated, too? Right. He's, he's someone that's probably closest to President Jong, and I can't imagine, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's treated, like, really well because he's, like, his number one or if he treats mm-hmm. him like shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We haven't seen enough Pro- of that guy. Probably a little bit of both. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, Beckett, Dunbaum, Seroyi, and Yiso get into another fight after they find out that Seroyi has been helping all of the other businesses on their street. And he tells her that they need to revitalize the street in order for the pub to do well. But Yiso gets really annoyed and storms out. And then Gunsu calls out Seroyi and tells him that since Yiso has invested more than anyone in the pub, that he should try to explain things to her more. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get, like, where she's coming from. Like, we need to focus on our business, not everybody else's. Like, we are suffering right now. We need to work on ourselves. But also, mm-hmm. like, that street looks fucking dead. No yeah. one's going down there for anything, you know? Yeah, it's like how they say in real estate, like, you don't want to buy the best house in a terrible neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. it's better to buy the worst house in a really good neighborhood than the best mm-hmm. house in a shitty neighborhood. Yeah. So, I totally get where, like, Saturday's coming from, too. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, I don't know how much money he spent helping these people, but it doesn't seem like a lot. It just seems like he was doing some, like, handyman shit and just, yeah. like, giving them advice. Yeah, it looked like he was just helping with lights and, like, giving them ideas on how to move furniture, like, the tables Mm -hmm. and shit. And then, yeah, discussing, like, social media stuff that he's learned from Yiso. Yeah. And I think think to her, it was also just, like, you're spending too much time at other places instead of Mm -hmm. where you should be as the owner. And also probably her being jealous because she wants to be next to him. (laughs) Yeah, I bet, like, that... I think that's, like, a majority of what it is mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I I totally agree. It's, like, that saying, like, rising tides lift all boats or whatever. Is mm-hmm. that the phrase? I don't I know. I think so. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> well, let's go with it. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, like, if if everyone if, – if the street is cool, then, like, people will just, like, naturally yeah. go there. Even if they're not going to the street for Tanbam, if they see, like – Tanbam on that cool street then yeah um mm-hmm. also i like totally left out the whole part of like him meeting with the like restaurateur dude and the um and the loan shark lady oh, i'm uh-huh. wondering if the loan shark lady will like come into play later on because at one she point will. she has like a little thing she's like he reminds me of someone mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm wondering if it's President Zhang. Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking, too. After that woman was telling her, like, 
um, here's your money, what I owe you, mm-hmm. get the next one next month or whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, there's actually people in there? She's like, yeah, uh-huh. the young man helped me. Like, he did all this stuff for me. But I can't see President Jong as being helpful to anyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know. I don't know. Who it could be President Jong in terms of, like, building the business and, like, revitalizing areas through, like, what he's creating. Yeah. Or it could be someone completely different based off of, like, his compassion for others and helping. True. I don't know. It could be his dad. <clears throat> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like, depending on when the pub, when Janga opened in that area, like, he was probably going there, too. Yeah. He was probably someone that went to, like, all of the Janga locations. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. We'll have to see. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, ba, ba, ba. Sua and Seroyi go out for drinks, blah, blah, blah. They talk a little bit about Gunsu, um, and then they start talking about their relationship, and he tells her that he likes her again, and Sua still looks shocked by this statement, and he puts the ball in her court by saying their relationship will always be defined by her, but to not feel too pressured. And she just laughs and teases him, saying that she only likes rich dudes. And then he points out, like, hey, I'm a building owner, so I have to have money. <laughs> but it's like, bitch, you know he has, like, a billion and something won, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he is rich. He's just not really, like, using it for his lifestyle right now. Yeah. I like how he's like, that's not easy to become a building owner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's not, like... He, he's a good guy, Sua. Mm-hmm. Just like get over your bullshit. But she can't leave her fucking company, her beloved company. She won't give it up. I don't know why, because it's not even that great. Did you yeah. notice the interior decor of Tanban? I did not this time. Okay, I was like, I wonder if Jill's gonna see. I mean, I will say like it. It does not have Chili's decor. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of tables in there, and they're, like, not super far apart. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I mean, what is Chili's? Like, Chili's Bar and Grill. Like, that's basically yeah. what this place is, right? Like, yeah. there's, it's a bar with food, just and there's smaller. a bunch of tables. And, like, it looks kind of cool, but, kinda I mean, cramped. it's it just looks like, oh, here's some, like, warm lighting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I That's need, it. like, a wall table. I need my table to be by a wall. <laughs> or I need uh-huh. a booth, more specifically. I love a booth atmosphere, because I feel like I'm in a little box. Yes. I don't like I don't like a table in the middle of the room, because then everyone's walking by me. And I feel like everyone's just, they're all too near me. But up against the wall, I feel better. Or in a okay. corner, even better. Yeah, I I feel like when I was in Korea, there was a lot of just like sit here mm-hmm. <laughs> um situations cuz I guess everything is so small. Yeah. Like you just have like rows of tables and stuff or mm-hmm. I mean, it was fine. It was cool. Like we should we should do, we should go. <laughs> yes, please, definitely. Last uh-huh. night, Alex, Andrew, and I, while playing Call of Duty, we're talking about where are we going to move whenever we have enough money to move and leave this country? <laughs> where are we mm-hmm. going to? 
And Korea was brought up because Alex was like, it was cool. I liked it. I think that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. We- I mean, apparently, according to my mom, there's a chance that I could get some, like, sort of special visa or mm. something because my dad was born there. Cool. So, yeah. Um. Also, what was I going to say? Oh, I was talking to my mom, and she said that, like, stuff is up in the air for a lot of people like a lot of the teachers who are like gonna come mm-hmm. from overseas and teach mm-hmm. english there like how she does but apparently if you come into korea um i guess i don't know if it's only from the u.s or what countries this applies to but they make you do like a two-week quarantine mm-hmm. and you have to pay i forget how much it is but my mom said it's about like 1500 bucks i think it's a little mm-hmm. less than that it's mm-hmm. somewhere between like a thousand and fifteen hundred um and you have to quarantine in government housing um but she's like i mean it's like that fifteen hundred like pays for the housing and they give you yeah. all of your meals and snacks uh-huh. um and like sanitary and sure, kits like- I'm sure, like, the housing has, like, internet and things to, like, get you by during those two weeks to entertain you and stuff. Yeah, I think um, she said, like, it's basically just, like, a very minimal hotel, but they're, like, very, I guess, kind of traditional, so they don't have beds. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, sleep on the heated floor with, like, the pad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, I'm fine with that. And I, I told her, I was like, honestly, at this point, I would pay $1,500 to, like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, I know I'd have to figure out what to do after my yeah. uh, two-week quarantine in Korea, but I'm like, God. Because yeah. oh, she said, like, a lot of people aren't willing to pay the 1500 because, like, with a lot of those teaching contracts, they'll pay for your flight over there. And then, like, you know, uh, your housing or whatever once you start teaching, but mm-hmm. these contracts aren't paying for the for the quarantine. Yeah. And I was like, I'd pay for that, honestly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I have some money saved. Yeah, we're I in, like, will. a major hotspot right now. Are we still number three in positive cases, or have we moved to number two? Texas or San the United States? San Antonio? Yeah. I don't know. We were, like, number three in, like, the worst cases. And then I God. think Austin was above us. I know Houston's really bad. Yeah, Houston's, like, on red alert right now. And that's, like, a shelter-in-place. Don't fucking go anywhere. And they're, like, basically out of beds right now. Like, it's all fucked. And I have so much anxiety. I do, too. And I have (sighs) to go pick up contacts and my Mm -hmm. prescription today. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, really fucking nervous because I'm, like, I wish y'all would just mail it to my house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'll be fine just picking something up and going in and out real quick and cleaning it yeah but i just like i can't imagine like the idiots that are just like going out to family gatherings and fucking like having barbecues and birthday parties and like i i just don't understand it at all i don't either it's mind-blowing to me same um god yeah the eye doctor has been like Jill and I have the same eye doctor, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, their safety measures, I was, like, very pleased with them because they um, have the door locked at all times. And then, mm-hmm. like, you have to knock. And then they take your temperature. 
And, like, obviously you have to wear a mask, but they take Uh your temperature when you come in. And they basically, like, isolate people. So they made, like, three little waiting areas. And so Hmm. only one person or, like, one family or whatever. Per area. Um, Yeah. And you're not allowed to bring extra people in. So, like... So if, like, you and your partner had a mm-hmm. an appointment, like, at around the same time, you guys can sit together. But, mm-hmm. um, and they only have, like, one doctor working per day, so he can, like, spread out the patients, and he just kind of, like, yeah. travels from, like, room to room. So I was like, okay, they are taking it seriously. That's there are good. some also places like, that, like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, also because, like, your eyes are a very sensitive area, so yeah. you don't want dirty shit up in your eyes. <laughs> totally yeah there are some places that like really get it and then other places where it's just like what the fuck is this Mm -hmm. like am i the only one who knows what's happening in this building (laughs) what what the city is like right now like do y'all need a refresher on what's happening it's insane but yeah alex suggested we do korea and Mm -hmm. andrew suggested canada and i suggested spain so all very different places. Yeah, I'm fine with any of those. I feel like uh, Canada is very in demand, and mm-hmm. I don't know what our chances are like for getting like a work visa there mm-hmm. <laughs> legally. Um, see, that's the thing. Like, how do we make money? Well, in these places? Alex, Alex was saying once we get like Muntoki famous or podcast famous okay yeah then yeah i'll go anywhere i don't care yeah exactly like we can't do (laughs) shit right now so please like and subscribe and like do the things that get us money so (laughs) we can live our dream and have fun safely yeah totally (sighs) um anyway (laughs) back to the show Uh uh-huh um building owner Right. So, uh, the next day, Yuso has another not-so-great moment. I'm like, girl, get a hold <laughs> of yourself. <laughs> um, she freaks out on Seri for going out with Sua. And, it, like, it wasn't a date, I don't think. Yeah. It was just, like, two old pals going out for drinks. Um, and Seri is, like, totally clueless and obtuse. He's like shocked and confused when um Yiso tells him she'll quit Tanbam if he starts dating Sua and he's like mm-hmm. what's going on here and I'm like guy understand. she is clearly in love with you she was like cuddling up next to you crying all over your scars like mm-hmm. is always like I want to come with you I want to <clears> be <throat> with you like what do you mean why are you confused hello I mean, I get that he's, like, socially awkward. Like, that was already established mm-hmm. in the show. But I'm like, guy, come on. And I like how Goonsu was, like, later on, he's like, come on, guy. Like, what uh-huh. are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. So, President Zhang meets with Officer O um, as the produce guy, not as the officer. Mm-hmm. And President Zhang offers him an exclusive contract with Zhangga, but he would have to tempt uh, dump Tanbam, and this is, like, a very good contract for Officer O's business. Like, it kind of seems like he would be raking in the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but President Chang is shocked when Officer O turns him down and stays loyal to Seroyi. 
And uh, he's like, well, you can't run a business based on emotions. And I like how Officer O's like, I'm not. Like, I believe in Seri and I'm thinking of it as an investment for my future. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you might be the number one food company now, but, like, let's see what happens in 10 years. And I'm like, dang. Good point. Um, But then, like, President Jong is an asshole and, like, points out that Officer O should think of his daughter. And I was like, are you threatening my family? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it kind of came off, right? Like, Absolutely. And it, it flashes back. It flashes back to, like, that officer going to, like, his captain or whatever with, like, the actual evidence of what happened. And mm-hmm. the guy being like, fucking drop it. Like, they have money. Like, think about your kid. You're going to be promoted soon. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that. And it's like, your kid to, like, get ahead. But what does she actually think of you if she were to exactly. find out what you did? You know, like. Yeah. <sighs> um. So that whole, I guess, flashback and comment really inspires Officer O. And he basically calls out President Zhang for being a shitty dad. And he's like, I can understand why Gunwan is the way he is because of you. And he's like, guess what? I was the cop that investigated that hit and run. And President Zhang is shook. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote shook with like seven O's. <laughs> so <laughs> Very he is, shook. He is shooketh, if you will. Uh-huh. Gunsu finds Yiso on the bridge and they talk about the pub and Sero Yi. Yiso thinks that Seroyi has rubbed off on Gunsu. And then back at the bar, we see Gunwan, and he's there to recruit Yiso. And he's just, you know, he's gross. He's a terrible person. No one, no one likes him. Everyone's uncomfortable mm-hmm. around him. But Yiso agrees to meet with him, and Gunsu, like, pulls Gun aside, and he's, like, warning him not to mess with her. And that he might go after Gunwan's position. And Gunwan just, like, laughs and says, like, I'm not going to hurt her. Like, I'm going to hire her. And at that mm-hmm. point, all of the workers at Donbaum are like, what? What's happening? Is she going to go? Is she going to do it? What's happening? And Seroyu's just like, whatever, guys. Like, it's her choice. It's her life. Like, mm-hmm. let her do what she wants to do. She'll make the right decision for her. But you can tell he's obviously nervous because she's very important. Um, and then, um, uh, at that point, Gunsu kind of asks Seiroyi what Yiso means to him in terms of, I guess, the building and then also personally. Yeah. Cause Both he's ways. like, do, do, do you think of her as like a coworker or employee or like, do you think of her as a woman? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, Both? I find, <laughs> I find that, uh, <laughs> The Korean subtitle, I don't know if this is, like, how they're actually saying it in Korean or just, like, a lot of shows, like, the way they translate it is, I want you to think of me as a woman or, like, as a man. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, that is very awkward phrasing, but sure, okay. (laughs) Think of me as a person. Mm Mm-hmm. A human being. Mm -hmm. Yes, I said being, B-E-A-N. A human being. A human being. One time my brother said that he and his partner wanted to be human beings for Halloween. (laughs) And I thought that was the funniest thing. They didn't do it, but, like, if anyone wants to be a human being for Halloween, please send us photos. (laughs) Please do. 
Maybe I should do it. I don't know. I just thought yeah. it was funny. I mean, who knows what the world is going to be like in Yeah, I can whatever. be totally How many like, encased in this costume. <laughs> there you That'd go. That'd be good. Yeah. All right. Doing it. So, at the cafe, uh, Gunwan and Yiso start talking about business, and apparently their offer is good, but not that great. Like, it's good for someone who didn't go to college and mm-hmm. is, like, Which is what he as young her. as she is. Yeah. Um, but Yuso tells him that she has shares in Danbam and is currently making about 100,000 won, which is equivalent to about, like, $84,000. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? That's part a lot of, of is, money. Yeah, part of me is wondering if she just, like, made that number up. I was wondering that, too. Like, are you bluffing? Yeah, because I I don't know. Or is like I I know she's just like doing that well and important, but they're not making a ton of money there yet. Yeah, I'm like, is that the money from your like blog or yeah, like how how and why? <laughs> yeah, I just don't see. I don't know. I because I feel like if he were paying her that much, he'd be paying everyone else quite a bit. Maybe not as much as her as manager, or whatever. But I feel like he'd want to pay everyone pretty fairly. Well, I think that's just because she gets a percentage of the profit. So mm-hmm. he can pay, you know, Gunwan or Gunsu like $20 an hour or whatever. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they're like raking in the dough, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Only only time will tell. Or maybe they'll never address it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel like she's bluffing, making shit up right now. Yeah. So uh, she says that she's confident in time she'll be able to double it. But then Gunwan, it's like he said, he's so dumb. He's like, well, I'll do you one better, 250000 I'm like, Gunwan. Okay, wow. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> like, I would be surprised like, if fucking Sua made that much money. Like, Yeah, like, can you, can you actually offer people that amount of money, Gunsu, Gunwan? Or is, are you going to get hit for <laughs> deciding someone's pay? Like, I don't think he has that authority. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's going to get hit anyway, but yes. yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so, Yuso's like, interesting, <clears throat> 250, okay. And so they kind of like start talking and Yuso kind of like lulls Gunwan into a false sense of security. And she's like, Very hey. quickly. Yeah. Tell me about you and Seri's past. Like, what did I hear at the police station? And then Gunwan just, like, fucking confesses to all of the stuff. hmm Like, fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And he openly says that the law only applies to the lower class. And I'm like, guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Um... And Yiso cuts him off after a while because she's, like, disgusted. And she shows him that she was recording their whole conversation because she did, like, a sly little move and was like, oh, let me put your number in my uh-huh. phone. And I well, thought that actually- was weird because she had the card and I was like, you don't really need to put it in right now. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, she's like, so as, I, as I noticed, her phone was just sitting there and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And then his voice changed to, like, a recording sound. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, oh, okay. This is what's happening now. Yeah. 
I was shocked uh, that she told him. Yeah. I wouldn't have said shit. Me neither. I, I would have been like, I, okay, I'll call you later about details. Bye. Mm-hmm. But she seems like the type to really rub it in people's faces. Mm-hmm. And want to see their reactions. Uh-huh. Totally. <sighs> yeah. Obviously, Goonwan is, like, really fucking upset. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> But she tells Goon that she loves Seiroyi, but his head is full of all of the jerks at Janga, and she's jealous, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she realizes that about herself. Mm-hmm. Um, Goon tries to go after her, but then she throws hot coffee on his face, and she tells him she's going to destroy them all. End of episode. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Let's just go I into love- 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hot, hot beverage on the face. Yes. Yeah, you don't Ouch. see that a lot. No, you don't. Usually it's an it, alcoholic beverage. Yeah, or water or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very reminiscent to Sun Quan pouring, like, boiling hot stew. Yes. <laughs> on that, like, shitty kid's uh, crotch. The drunk friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. That sounds painful. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Because you like okay. you can't you can't like really relieve no. a burn that easily. No, and especially like if it's soaked into your clothing too. Like, ooh, yeah, not good. Yeah. All right. Um, episode ten. So right where nine leaves off. After she leaves the coffee shop, he chases her, and then he slaps her really hard, and she falls. Um. And then she calls him a dummy because he slapped her in Itaewon. And now there's a crowd of people that is formed around them and a bunch of dudes that are trying to help out Yiso that are also not Korean. They're from, like, all other countries visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Goon, like, literally throws money at them and laughs. And he says money solves, solves all problems anywhere. And the people that are standing there, like, kind of start picking up the money. And it's almost mm-hmm. like he just, like, hypnotized them. <laughs> Because they kind of yeah. start, like, doing exactly what he's saying. Of course they want the money. But at that point, as he's laughing, Seroyi comes in and punches him. And he's really concerned about Yiso's injury and, like, what happened to her and why. And she very quickly tells him, like, I recorded him. I recorded everything he said. Like, we got him. Like, I have it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's about to beat up Goon. But Yiso's like, no, like, don't do this right now, whatever. And at that point, cops show up. And Goon's about to run away. And then those same dudes are like, hey, no, 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 no. And they like, yeah, they- grab him. Like, they, they were taking the money. They took his fucking money. But then we're like, you're, you're still not getting away. And he just looks totally miserable. He's in the back of the cop car. And it's like, fuck yeah. What you yeah. deserve, you asshole. I'm like, Little man, just shit. to be those dudes, like, free money and like, no, 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 I'm just gonna, like, body you until yeah. <laughs> the cops come and take you away. to show how strong and manly they are. <laughs> um, the next day, President Zhang abuses Gun at work. Um, Min Jung kind of consoles him in the hallway. Like, he's, he's slapping him a bunch of times. Then at one point, he's, like, about to slap him. He's like, no, you don't even deserve it. So God. God damn- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, Min Jung, she consoles him in the hallway and says, like, we'll take care of everything. We'll do what we can to, like, save the company and save face or whatever. But then mm-hmm. immediately with President Jong, she suggests that they fire Goon. And, um, 
Hojin, Minjum, Serogi, and Yiso have a meeting, and Minjum is really annoyed that Yiso's post has made her lose a lot of money because stocks are now crashing. And this is the post about, like, this is what happened to my boss and his father mm-hmm. and stuff or whatever. Yeah, she, like, um, posts the recording online. Yeah. But Yiso tells her that this will make it even easier for shareholders to flop to her side. Yiso says there are only two things they need to, like, get this going. And the yeah. two things are, um, I forget what the first one was, honestly. But the second one oh, was, it's... like, is President John going to protect his son? Or is he going to drop his son? And if he decides yeah. to drop his son, then, like, they're fucked and their plan is done. But I forgot mm-hmm. what one was. Yeah, um, one is Gunsu getting, or Gunwon getting charged for his crime. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, Bringing down uh, the stocks. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we jump to Detective O telling his daughter about the case now that everything's, like, kind of coming to light. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, obviously, like, very disappointed in him. Um, and she runs away, but Minjung finds her again, which is... <laughs> I like how Min Jung is like, why are you always alone and running away? Um, so Min Jung consoles Hewan, which is the daughter, and um, tells her that she should be proud that her dad is choosing to do the honorable thing now. And then um, that's when we kind of flash back to see that condition one is to get Goon charged for his crime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of felt bad i mean i know officer O had already made the decision to come forward but i feel like minjung and seri being there especially with the daughter kind of like really forced him to follow through on it yeah <laughs> they're like your dad is gonna do this so uh you yes, should be proud of him mm-hmm. at that point it's like do they even need him like, i guess because I like know. Um, they kind of, I think they make a point that, like, Yiso's recording is, like, inadmissible Mm. as, like, evidence because Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, like, because she recorded him, like, without his consent and Mm -hmm. it could be, like, fake or whatever. I don't know. They basically say, like, they can't use her recording. Yeah. So, um, later on we see Gunwan outside the courthouse with a bunch of press and Yiso says that the first condition has been met, but now they need to figure out President Zhang's intentions. Um, and this is like what you said earlier, that if he chooses to stay silent or protect Goon, they'll have the upper hand. But if he abandons Goon, they're fucked. And Seiryi is certain that President Zhang will abandon Goon. But everyone else is kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Like, family is very important to him and he's mm-hmm. stood by him and whatever. Like, if he hasn't dumped him by now, like, mm-hmm. is this After really going to change things? Done. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the Janga team talking about Goon's case, and the lawyers seem to think that he'll get away with it again. Kind of like what you're saying, like, the evidence um, stacked up against him isn't that great, and, like, they have the best lawyers because money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Suwa, after the meeting, privately tells President Zhang that, uh, she thinks that he should distance himself from Gunwan. And mm-hmm. President Zhang gets all upset <laughs> and yells at Suwa to never tell him to abandon his family. Um, I 
Oh, yes. Okay. So, Minjung's little spy is outside the door, and I'm like, I was so suspicious of this, because I'm like, he must know, because he always is like, bring me tea, or whatever, uh-huh. and then, like, whatever, says some, like, important shit. Yeah. So, uh, Minjung's little spy texts her the details, and Minjung is like, okay, like, let's go. He's gonna abandon, or he's not gonna abandon... Gunwan, whatever, family, blah, blah, blah. So, um, Minjung creates a proposal for President Zhang's dismissal, and she's, like, having what seems to be a pretty formal meeting with, like, a mm-hmm. bunch of shareholders. Um, and Gun makes a complete fool of himself again. He, like, crashes their meeting, storms in, and is like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but it needs to stop. And he's just, like, a mess at this point. I'm like, guy, pull yourself together. Just, like, lay low mm-hmm. for a bit. Like, I'm not on Team Goonwon at all whatsoever. But I'm like, this is obvious what you need to do right now. Yeah. Just, like, shut up. Like, stay out of sight. Like, don't bother anyone. And <clears throat> I don't know. He can't do that. Um, no, no. So, uh, yeah. Fucking Mean Jung is like, get out. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. And, oh, because he's like, I thought you were going to protect me. And she's like, no, I said the company will do what it needs to to, like, help the situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, fuck. So, Gumon is, like, a mess. And he runs into Sua. And he just, like, needs someone to console him at this point. Um, But she's not having any of it. And she blows him off, saying that she tried to get President Jung to fire him earlier, but blood is thicker than water. And she's like, I always, I've always hated that saying, and I hate it even more now. Because obviously, like, that saying would be really rough as an orphan. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have anyone um, in her, like, whatever, biological yeah. family. Yeah. But I, like... This is, this is start, the, like, the start of where I kind of started to feel, like, a little nugget of sadness for Gunwan, because I'm, like, everyone around him sucks, like, he has yeah, everyone's no one on him. to tell him, like, I know you're upset, like, you did some really shitty things in the past, but if you just, like, own up to it, mm-hmm. and do your time, apologize... Everyone- Everyone's like, kind of just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, like the company. Yeah, I feel like Goon is like emotionally stunted and he just needs like some sort of supportive force in his life to just be like, what you did was awful. But if you want to start being a good person, yeah. this is how you do it. <sighs> anyway, I was actually wondering, I guess I could say this later on, but I thought like, is Goonwon going to kill himself? <laughs> <laughs> because I felt like might. he has, he has he like looks nothing, like a mess. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I could see sorry. it, or like an attempted thing, like uh-huh. in um, Search WWW with that one guy. Oh yeah. Um, back at Danbom, Gunsu feels really conflicted about everything happening, um, and Seroi is pretty blunt and doesn't really comfort him right now. And mm-hmm. 
Gonsu is understanding, but then thinks of Iso and how she teased him, saying that if he really wants her, he should try to take over Janga. And then I think at this point, he, like, runs from wherever he's yeah. at. And you're just like, well, is he going to go to his dad right now? Yeah, we don't see I was... him, I don't think, the rest of the episode. So no, we don't. Like, he ran to, or, like, what happened? I'm um, very curious about that. Yeah. The next morning... Goon meets with President Jong before going to the prosecutor's office, and there's like an actual little father son moment here. And President mm-hmm. Jong sort of apologizes for being a shitty dad like this whole time. And he's like, I've never actually given you like a real hug before, so here you go. Mm-hmm. And for once, Goon looks like really loved and happy, and like he feels like everything's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And then Shit hits the fan when he's on his way over there and he's watching his dad give an unexpected press conference and he drags Goon Wan and blames him for everything and saying, like, when I heard everything that happened, I knew that my son did this and covered it up himself. Mm-hmm. And then the dad fake cries on TV, apologizing to the victim and their family. And Goon is watching this, Sato Yi, Minjung, and Hojin are all watching this together, and mm-hmm. everyone is freaking out. And Goon jumps out of the car because he's being driven by Secretary Kim, and he's telling him to stop. And Secretary Kim is like, nope, I was told to mm-hmm. take you to the prosecutor's office. I cannot stop. He looks very uncomfortable. Yeah. But Goon jumps out. Um and he's, like, in traffic. He's almost getting hit by cars. He runs all the way back to Janga, and then he sees his dad leaving with all the reporters, and then they stare at each other, and he looks totally defeated. And then mm-hmm. everyone sees Goon, and he sadly admits that everything is his fault. And then, of course, like, the President Jong dismissal stuff fails because everyone's yes. like, oh, he chose the company over his son, and he's doing, quote-unquote, the right thing. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I really Crazy. wanted to, I really wanted Gunwan to be like, when the reporters rushed to him, yes. be like, nope, it was all my dad, it was all my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, but, I did it, but my dad, like, hid everything and mm-hmm. fucking saved my life from this. Yeah, <sighs> I I really wanted that to happen. But I know, that's what I was hoping Goon, would happen, but Goon is too seeing stupid. the look of defeat, it was like, nah. He's not going to say shit. I know. I felt so bad because, like, Sari got so upset he fucking puked. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, like, Minjung is, like, yelling at everyone, like, how did you not know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I really felt like they rushed it, though. Yeah. Like, they... I don't know. I mean, I I know they kind of needed to, like, strike while the iron was hot, but... Yeah. I feel like they needed to give um, President Jong, like, a false sense of security. Yeah. That nothing was going to happen to him, you know? Yeah. And that, like, everything was going to be fine as it is, and maybe the stocks would continue to fall a little bit, or maybe they'd rise a tiny bit or whatever. But just giving him, like, a week or two of, like, false hope that things would be okay, and then strike mm-hmm. when he's not expecting it. Because right now, like, everything is chaos, so you have to expect the absolute worst to happen with your business and, like, where you stand. Yeah. 
And, like, he knew that Min Jung and Seri were working together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I mean, he knew shit. Yeah. Oh, also, like, Sua's face when he was giving that press conference. Um, Did you notice that? She was, mm-hmm. like, she also looked, like, sick to her stomach. I think yeah. she, like, gags at one point. Because... I mean, obviously, like, she's one of the only people that knows what actually happened. Yeah. And she loved Mr. Park. And to see President Zhang, like, fake crying and being like, I'm so sorry to the victim. Yeah, he gave a shit. No. Like, that must have been so terrible for her to, like, go through, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would imagine. Ugh. Awful. He is, like, the worst person. Truly. <clears throat> um, so, President Zhang, like, after the dust kind of settles, uh, President Zhang meets with Min Zhang and says he's disappointed with her, but uh, he's a loyal person, and since her dad helped build the company, he's not going to fire her. He instead exiles her to Pajin. And it's like, um, oh, okay, she can go ahead and date the fucking produce guy. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like... <laughs> Just go live your life. <laughs> Hang out with that cute family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Figure out another Jung, way to take this asshole down. Exactly. Brainstorm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get some fresh air. Um, I am also, I'm like, it might be good for her to not be around assholes all the time. You yep, know? Absolutely. Like, get some, let her soul breathe, too. You know? <laughs> um. Minjung, Seri, and Hojin meet at the Janga pub later that evening. Um, and they get drunk and talk about their next plans. <laughs> I felt so bad because Hojin kept just apologizing while he was drunk. <laughs> and I felt like that was me. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Fucked guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, and he didn't do anything wrong. Like, if no. anything, it was Minjung that was like, let's go. But I feel like whatever. he even was like, is this too soon? Uh-huh. Like, are we doing this right now? Should we wait? Yeah. But, I mean, he's just kind of like the cautious guy or whatever. So. Yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> um, so they're talking about their plans, and Min Chung notices Seori's watch, which um, he says used to be his dad's. She tells him the story about how one dish saved Janga during the um, 1997 IMF crisis when, like, the whole country was in turmoil. Um, and apparently it was Janga's signature dish, the spicy pork, uh, with a special sauce that made the company what it is now. It, like, helped get them through that difficult time and apparently, like, everyone loved it. And everyone believed that it was Chairman Zhang who made the recipe. And even Seiri's like, yeah, I read about it in his book. Like, he made the recipe. But it turns out that it was Mr. Park, Seiri's dad. And I was like, what? Uh (laughs) That came out of nowhere. Uh, Very good twist. She Uh tells him that uh, the story of President Zhang making the recipe was just for, like, PR and marketing. Because, of course, it sounds like like, a much better story if, you know, the chairman of the company creates their own recipe rather than just, like, getting it from employees or chefs mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so 
the watch is the president is the present that <laughs> President Zhang gave Mr. Park for uh, letting him take the credit. I think I said that kind of weird. I you did, that but I think like... it makes sense. Okay, <laughs> he gave him a watch to thank him for the credit. Yeah. Um, and Min Chung gets upset thinking about how Mr. Park was fired, and she like passes the baton to Seri and tells him, make sure you win, Seri. Mm-hmm. I like how she's like, hold out your hand, and she just like, drunkenly <laughs> kind of slaps it, and she's like, I'm passing you the baton. Uh, I really like Minjung. Yes, same. I also like how she was like, he's the last person that should have been like fired from, from Janga. Mm-hmm. But he points out, Mr. Pak even points out, I didn't get fired, I quit, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Which is good. Like, again, you don't need to work for a shitty company like that. A shitty yeah. president, employer. Mm-hmm. Um, we then cut to Gunwan's hearing, and he's found guilty and is sentenced to seven years, which is like, wow, it actually happened. Part of me thinks yeah. it should be longer, but whatever. Yeah, I was, well, I was just all these years shocked that... Yeah, I was just shocked that he, like, actually got, uh-huh. like, what seems to be a decent amount of time in prison. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if he'll have to actually, like, be sentenced for the whole thing or if he'll get out early, as rich criminals always do. Yeah. Um, Interesting. After everyone leaves the courtroom, President Jong asks Seroyi if he's satisfied now. Seroyi tells him, not at all, when you're sitting comfortably right here. And then there's a back and forth about making each other pay, um, and how they're enemies, yada yada. Then, Seroyi goes to visit his dad's grave. He cries and apologizes for being a bad son. He tells his dad not to worry about him and rest in peace since he now has a lot of good people around him. Then he pours his dad a shot and takes one, and through tears says, it's still bitter. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm ready to uh. watch more. Yeah, and then Jill texts and is like, hey, what if we record early so I can keep mm-hmm. watching? <laughs> we didn't record early, but it's okay. I can't wait. I'm excited to yeah. watch like tomorrow or something. Yeah, I had too much work. I uh, understand. Unfortunately, but yeah, so good. I'm like very ready to keep watching more. Mm-hmm, same. I don't even know what to, like, predict or expect because there's, like, so many crazy things happening. And yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what's my only happen. My only prediction is kind of what you said earlier about um, what's-her-face, Min Jung, dating Officer mm-hmm. O, now yeah. that she's going <laughs> back to Pajin. I know um, she thought of it. I know when he said she was going there, she's like, oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> I wonder part what's going to happen to him now. Like, yeah, part of me is he going to get in trouble? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he tech- he did something wrong, but not as I don't know. I have no clue. But he like really only did something wrong because his boss, yeah, wouldn't let him do the right thing. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Goes all the <sighs> way to the top, as they say. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of me is wondering if Seroyi still has, like, stuff from his dad's mm. and mm-hmm. can maybe, like, somehow find the recipe, the original recipe. 
mm-hmm. and maybe like there's proof that his dad was the one that made it or something, you know? Like in Coco. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, like getting the proof that his dad was the actual creator of this infamous dish that like mm-hmm. saved the country and saved the fucking pub and did everything amazing and like made the president look even more amazing, you know? And yeah. now suddenly it's like this big, great president is not that great. And I think that's the ultimate way to, like, fuck him over and tear this company apart. Yeah, I'm wondering what Sua is going to do now. Because mm-hmm. she looked, like, disgusted with the press conference. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see how she can rationalize working for him mm-hmm. anymore. Um I'm just wondering if it's going to be one of those things where, like, if she decides to keep working for him, like, she really can't turn back now at this point. Yeah. Uh, but, and then I'm wondering, like, oh, God, does, like, President Zhang have dirt on her? Like, what's going to happen with her? I'm very mm-hmm. curious. Um, and and I really want to know what's Gutsu happening with Gutsu. Do? Yeah. <sighs> my my I mean... sweet baby. <laughs> President John can no longer give the company to Gunwon. No, absolutely like, not. Even if he gets out of prison and quote unquote like changes his ways, like he's never actually going to change as we know. But mm-hmm. if he were to ever start to think about giving the company to him, all hell would like whatever, you know, everyone would freak out and then this right. whole thing would start again. He can't do that. And so I'm wondering if Gunsu did talk to his dad. And his dad finally decided, like, okay, I'm going to do this, fuck you, back to them and make this Uh press conference. I don't know. I want Gunsu to be a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe even the next episodes will be, like, a little bit in the future, too. True. Yeah. Since this plan of Sato uses so long. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, because I think at this point they're, like, in 2016 or something. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, the end of the show would, like, end in present day, 2020. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, I just, I really want Gunsu to not get mixed up in all of this. But yeah. I am also just... He's thinking with his heart right now. Yeah. But I'm just like to win the girl. How how can you think that she likes you or she would like you? Like I don't, I can't. Because he's dumb. (laughs) Those fucking Janga boys are so stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gunsu, just get out of there. Mm -hmm. He already was out of there. I know, Crazy. but, like, fucking even just, like, leave Seiroi behind. Just, like, get out of the whole mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just live your damn life. Yeah, like, poor dude. Of course, the restaurant he is interested in and the boss that he likes happens to be the enemy of his family. Like, oh, mm-hmm. fucking course. He just can't get away from them. No. Yeah. I wonder... Like, if it were me, 
Caitlin, the like passive aggressive coward, <laughs> I would just be like, I will take up your offer on studying abroad. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never <laughs> and never see you like, again. Peace out. Yeah, I will take yeah. your money and leave. Thank you very much. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah. Same thing as K two with what's your face, Anna. Yeah. Telling yeah. her that, like, I'll pay for you to go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else, please. Mm-hmm. And no, she didn't want to. Of course. Because they're in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you really, though? Because, I mean, you can find nice <laughs> girls other places. <laughs> um, okay. What else? Gunsu. Minjung. I don't know. Everything is very up in the air. Maybe Tony As will always. find his dad in these next two episodes. Oh, yeah. I that really want more Tony. Up. Yeah. Tony, apparently, I read, is, like, the character that everyone is looking into. Like, people are really interested in the Tony character. Oh, and really? the actor that plays him and stuff. Yeah. He's a hit, apparently. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a, a lovable dude on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, should we go to fashion? Sure. You can read yours. I think I wrote down some stuff. Let me double check. Okay. Well, my only thing was Minjung has the coolest earrings slash accessories. After we talked about her, like, earring chain Mm -hmm. (laughs) last week, I really noticed all of her accessories, and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Her earrings are on point. Like every time she wears earrings, they're so cool. They're interesting. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Very cool. Um, yeah. I didn't pay too much attention to fashion this time. I was just really into all the back and forth stuff. But same. Um. When Yiso first meets with President Jong, and she's like at that talk. I really mm-hmm. loved her like red plaid coat. And then, like, oh, yeah. the, like, faux leather-looking top she was wearing underneath. I thought that mm-hmm. was, like, a really, really cool look. Yeah, that I could definitely see you in that. That yeah, was cool. I wanted it. I want a lot of her clothes, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's cool. She is cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I feel like there wasn't a ton of big fashion moments in these episodes, mm-hmm. or, but maybe we just weren't paying attention. Yeah. Because um, if you think about it, Yusa wasn't in a lot of it. It was, no. like, really focused on um, Minjung and the the Jongs. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Seiri, so. But yeah. Minjung is, like, what I aspire to be when I'm in my 40s. <laughs> so yeah she yeah, looks great she's cool um, um what else i love you i moment. love you slash fuck you uh-huh okay i didn't really have an i love you moment um Same. i guess like it was nice having the daughter like mean jung and stuff like that that was more like mm-hmm. a huh um like but heartwarming for... but not yes. i love you Exactly. Yeah. Um, for fuck you, I mean, Goon getting seven years I thought was great. 
uh, yes, just him. I because I was nervous that he was still gonna get off somehow or be like whatever like six months probation. Saying. Yeah, but I was like, dang, he got he got like double what Sato Yi got. So yeah, good. I mean, I know he did like a much worse crime than Sato Yi. Like Sato Yi yeah. just like beat the shit out of someone. Um, and Sato Yi's sentence was way too long. So yes, definitely. Was. Anyway, um. And then President Zhang publicly dragging Goon. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wowie. <laughs> uh, um, my crazy. favorite fuck you moment was the sneaky recording of Goon. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I feel like that was the first time he's ever like fully admitted what he did. Like the whole story. Yeah, and I, I bet to someone I like think- not in his family. Yeah, I think I feel like even in his family they don't talk about it. I think Probably. like he felt good like finally getting it off his chest, but then also like he's such a fucking asshole that he went mm-hmm. even further into like the rich like the rich mentality of like I get to do whatever I want and rich people are totally free from punishment of any kind because we have money, yada yada yada. And mm-hmm. I thought it was such a huge fuck you and she was just like Okay, stop. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, I'm, I'm sick of you guys. I'm sick of this fucking family. Like, I have you. Yeah. And just his his expression changing in that moment is amazing. <sighs> it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I want to know how the show ends. Like, I just want to... I know. I just... Want That's to know that everyone's like, going to be okay. Early? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to know, like, what's going to happen in the next two episodes. And yeah. the next two. And then finish it. Because I'm so excited. <laughs> it's just so yeah. good. Me too. Um, cool. I guess we can kick it to other drama corner. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Mystic Pop-Up Bar is... Probably maybe my favorite drama of 2020. Not probably. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Like cool. we have to see how Itaewon class plays out. Uh-huh. Um but it was like the shining light during my week. I'm like, just make it to Wednesday and Thursday so you can watch uh <laughs> Mystic Pop-Up Bar or like make it to the weekend so you can watch it because it was just it is very much like a found family scenario mm-hmm. where I guess, I guess kind of like each one class, right? Where it's just like these, this group of people and they're trying to like help each other out. And it is kind of like hotel de Luna where they kind of have like a case each, oh, uh, okay. each week or like each episode that they're kind of working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have like a fresh storyline each week, but there is like the over, um like arching thing of um so basically it's like this woman who kind of like in hotel de luna like she did some bad shit in like 500 years ago and now um like the different gods or whatever are making her pay for her crimes so Mm -hmm. she has to save or like fix the grudges of a hundred thousand (laughs) people um over 500 years. And so she has this ability, though, because she was already, like, kind of, uh, like, 
psychic, I guess. Like, she she had the ability to, like, read people's dreams. Mm-hmm. So, like, her ability lets her, like, go in and manipulate people's dreams so that they can, like, experience whatever they need to, like, get over their grudge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So you kind of, like, get to see that, which is cool. But it is so, so good. Uh, if if anyone listening wants to talk to me about Mystic Pop-Up Bar, I am, like, all ears. <laughs> because I the last two uh, episodes aired this week, and I... It's probably, like, the most active on Twitter I've ever been for anything. <laughs> so, so, so good. And then um, I just started... I only watched one episode, but this is, like, a fun show that you might like. I don't know. It's um, this Taiwanese actor named Jasper Liu and a Korean, like, actor-entertainer guy, uh, Lee Sung-gi, and they have a travel show together. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, like, the premise is, like, they're going to meet their fans like fans wrote in and are like you should come visit me at this place and they like go to the different countries and like go to all these like tourist sites and do like little challenges or missions Uh Um, but it's really funny because like there's a pretty big language barrier not it's like they okay so jasper speaks chinese because he's taiwanese or he's Mm -hmm. from taiwan and uh then, you know, Sungi speaks Korean, and they both speak a little bit of English, and, like, they both try to learn the other language. So it's kind of funny, like, seeing them talk to each other, because uh-huh. they're mostly speaking in English uh, to, like, try to communicate with each other. But it's a Korean show, and I don't know. It's kind of funny. But it's mm-hmm. also really sweet, because it's just, like, two bros mm-hmm. traveling together. Uh, so, yeah. That is also, like, has filled the hole in my heart that Mystic Pop-Up Bar has left, where it's just, like, I just want to watch something and feel good and Uh not think about... I just, like, want a little bit of a break from life. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, so. Highly recommend Um. both of those shows if you feel that way. Because, like, Itaewon Class is very good, but it's also kind of stressful because you're like, fuck rich people. What's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Damn. And uh, what's gonna happen? So, yeah. That's how I'm feeling. But anyway. Um, do you have well, anything else? You, you like, kind of know about this, but I haven't admitted it to the pod or to many people. But... I have, for the first time in my life, started watching The Kardashians, keeping up <laughs> uh-huh. with The Kardashians, to be precise here. And, like, I don't know shit about these people. Like, my entire life that their name has been, like, a buzz. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a fucking damn thing, other than, like, they're related, and Kim was married to Kanye, yada yada. Like, that's all. And there's some guy mm-hmm. named Scott. That's, like, all <laughs> I know. Oh, and Bruce is now Caitlyn. But that's, yeah. like, it. Like, I didn't know, like, anything. And so I kept seeing clips, and I thought they were, like, really stupid and absurd and funny. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. But I'm starting from the beginning, 
and there's like 18, 19 seasons. Um, and it's really funny because I watch and I'm like, what happened to this couple? Like, what happened to Chloe and Lamar? Why aren't they together anymore? And so I'm fucking doing, like, research online of, like, why did they split up? And so I'm finding out things, like, for the first time, like, fucking 10, 15 years later. And it's all <laughs> new to me. But, like, the point of this story mainly is that I saw episode one of Strangers from Hell with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And then last time we talked, I told you I had not seen an episode yet. and Or just episode two yet. And I was, like, waiting until he was ready or whatever. And then the other night, I was telling him, like, we were trying to decide, like, what we are going to do the rest of the night. And I was like, do you want to watch, do you want to, like, snack and watch Strangers from Hell with me? And he's like, I kind of just want to watch the K's. Which is oh my God. <laughs> his way of saying the Kardashians. And I was like, huh? Okay, fine. We'll watch that instead. Which, of course, like, I'm happy to watch because, like, I'm so fucking into it. But we had to, like, put that on hold. But we did see episode two finally. But I just okay. thought that was a, a really funny thing to bring up. Like, <sighs> this this show does not fit fit me at all. I feel like, like, no, it this, doesn't. It's it's not it really me. Doesn't. But I I cannot stop watching, and I'm just like so intrigued and obsessed with this fucking family now. And I get yeah. it now. Yeah, no, I I told Jill this, um, but when I was in college. When I was a bad student and I would skip <laughs> class. <laughs> See, for a bit, I had uh, my roommates and I, they're great. They're great people. Uh, but, you know, we weren't always, like, the most supportive academically <laughs> with each other. We were kind of like, uh, yeah, we could all just stay home and eat junk food mm-hmm. and not go to class. If you are a student, please just, like, go to class and like take school seriously because you are paying for it Mm -hmm. um but you can still skip to every now and then yeah i mean you need to take a mental health day yeah fine so when i would take these mental health days (laughs) um (laughs) we would stay home and we would just like eat snacks and ramen and like maybe get wendy's or something like super cheap and just watch mm-hmm. wife swap and keeping up with the kardashians because <laughs> that's basically nice. all that is on tv at like yeah. you know 1 p.m on a wednesday yeah definitely so i haven't watched since probably like 2011 but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i mean yeah i'm like so fucking into it i'm like invested in these people now and i'm like you know they're actually pretty likable I actually don't really hate them. It's crazy. See, yeah, I think that is the thing. I think Kim is, like, the most unlikable out of all of them. Like, just based on my... She's she's a bit, like, stuck up. Memory, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like as more time goes on, they just, like, are more and more um, out of touch with reality, it seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, when the, f- when the show first started... Because I watched They're it not, like, like when it, super famous yet. Yeah, when it first started, when it premiered, like my mom watched it and I kind of watched it with her. And so, like, the Jenner sisters or whatever, mm-hmm. like, they were just like normal, not, I don't know how normal, but you know, they I were children. I don't know how normal. They were already like playing with poles and pretending to be pole dancers and strippers. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Y'all are like five years old. <laughs> they weren't that young, but I was still just like, Jesus Christ, like what? 
Yeah, but they didn't... They're not the way they are now. No. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it is just, like, also kind of an eye-opening experience of, like, celebrities are people, too. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, like, all I know is, like, what I've ever read on, like, headlines. Like, God, these people are fucking annoying. But then Mm -hmm. I'm watching it. I'm like, you know, they're actually really funny. They're actually pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. I watched (laughs) Strangers from Hell episode two. Show's getting pretty good. Um, It's not, like, terrifying, but it's, like, creepy. And there are just these characters that are fucking gross and so weird. Just, like, standing there and staring Mm -hmm. and just, like, there's there's these twin brothers and one just laughs all the time it's Mm. it's really creepy it's uncomfortable but basically like this guy moves to the city um for a new job but he can't find anything he doesn't he he doesn't find a place to live before he moves he moves Mm -hmm. and decides that's when he's gonna find a place can't find anything in his price range and then finds this fucking shithole and the room, Caitlin, that he's staying in, it's like a shared, like, public bathroom for the whole floor. But the mm-hmm. his little, like, room where his bed and stuff is, is, like, the size of, like, maybe our bathroom. Oh, God. <laughs> it's basically just a bed and, like, a dresser. And that's how all of the rooms are and... There's just all these weird characters, and there's cats getting killed, and a young, cute female police officer who's, like, trying to figure out, like, what is happening to these cats, and who's doing this? And, like, this person is, like, really bad, and nobody's listening Uh to her, of course, so she's Mm kind of trying to, like, do her own research and stuff. But it's, like, it's interesting and really creepy, and I don't want to get too much into it, because Andrew and I are going to do episodes for um, the Patreon thing. Um, okay. But that's that's kind of like the brief sort of what's happening. Yeah. But it's, I... it's really creepy. These characters are gross. They freak me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I can handle that right now. Um... Yeah, it's... <laughs> there's there's uh... a lot of moments where I'm just like, go away. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> like, this guy needs to, like, move out now. He needs, like go stay with a friend or something and Andrew's like wouldn't have a show with him like well fuck yeah okay <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's funny um yeah well I'm looking forward to y'all's commentary on yeah I told from home. Andrew was like am I holding you back by not like watching the show right away and I was like no not really like I don't need you to watch it right now but I'd like for us to start so we could like start recording stuff for the pod. He's like, wait, I'm going to be on the pod. Like, yeah, I told you. It's <laughs> like, you're going to be on the fun Patreon episodes with me. He's like, oh, okay. <sighs> These boys, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Good grief. Good thing they're so likable. I know. So funny. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so not related to anything in the drama or media world, I just wanted to give a shout out to something that has, like, kind of changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, they are yoga wheels. Have you seen these? Mm-mm. Okay, so 
I was getting a bunch of like ads for the chirp wheels. Have you seen those like advertised to you on Instagram? Okay. I don't know how it, I guess like, you know, the people listening to my conversations just hear me talk about how much back pain I have. And Uh so they're like, here. Um, But I almost bought the chirp wheels. The only reason I didn't is because they said like it wouldn't ship until August. And I'm like, no, I need. (laughs) <laughs> I need something now. So I bought the ones that I got on Amazon. Um, but it's basically just like a wheel circle, I guess, whatever, mm-hmm. that you roll your back on. Not like a foam roller because these are plastic. So they're very firm. Mm-hmm. And they pop your back like nobody's Ooh. business. Um, They're awesome. And I think like... That the jury is still out as to whether or not they are like good for you or whatever i don't know i try to do some research um but i mean they're also like they're not only for popping your back they're like for helping you um like stretch so Mm -hmm. they're supposed to like assist you if you like you want to do a back bend or whatever Uh like they help you stabilize yourself and things like that so it is also just like a really good stretch even if your back doesn't pop but, um, cool. yeah, you can, like, feel the decompression of just, like, basically being inverted. Mm-hmm. So, if anyone out there is, like, experiencing back pain, <laughs> definitely Me. check those out. They are a little pricey. Um, the chirp wheels were, if you get the three set, which I did, um, there was a coupon and they came down to like $85, but then you pay shipping. So basically both the chirp wheels and the wheels that I got on Amazon came out to like $95. So they're not cheap, but uh-huh. I basically use it every day. Yeah, so, and hopefully worth it. Yeah, like, and you get you get three. And so there's like the small one, which is like the most intense, and there's like a medium one and a large one. And I cool. want to look up more stretches to do with them because i'm just like Mm -hmm. literally just like rolling my back on it and Mm -hmm. letting it go but apparently like you can use them against the wall Mm. and they're for yoga so i'm sure they'll help like yoga positions too so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so shout out to yoga wheels (laughs) (laughs) uh and mystic pop-up bar and together Mm -hmm. because those have like made my life significantly less depressing over the past couple weeks that's very good. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, do we have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, if you guys want to talk to us about any other K-dramas you've been loving or Mystic Pop-Up Bar or Together or Strangers from Hell, uh, you can send us an email at uh, okdramapodcast at gmail.com or okdrama. Oh, contact at okdrama.com or you can tweet us at okdramapod or uh, follow us on Instagram okdramapodcast and Facebook okdramapodcast oh I have a poll up right now on Twitter um, oh yeah I because, saw that uh, Jill and I are you know we try to plan ahead a little bit so since we're kind of nearing the end of ETA1 class we still have three weeks left Um, But I just wanted to, like, get this out ahead of time. We're trying to figure out if we should do an older drama or a newer drama. Um, So go and vote 
on our poll which one you would like to see. Uh, we have some great suggestions from some awesome listeners slash other podcasters. Um, I'm really liking the suggestion of coffee prints um, from the Play on K Girls. So I'm thinking that might be a great one for us to do. It is old though. And the reason why I haven't I didn't finish it because I only saw one episode is because it is old and it's kind of like mm-hmm. hard to look at <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like how dated everything is. But I'm sure we could mm-hmm. get over that. Um, so that is kind of what's in my head for a an older one. Also, um, Uncontrollably Fond. I vowed that I would never watch it because of my mom basically spoiled it and told me how <laughs> uh, sad it was. <laughs> but, you know. I could mm-hmm. be up for anything if someone, you know, if people overwhelmingly want us to do that one. But there are also so many good new dramas that are out or coming out. So cool. let us know. Um, I guess that is it. Vote on our poll. Vote in your local elections. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Stay Wash your hands. Stay home. Mm-hmm. Watch the next episodes of Ite One Class. And we mm-hmm. will talk to you all next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, drama.